hello. And as you may have heard, the uh, the writers have gone on strike. So uh, sad to report there'll be nothing funny happening in today's episode. <laughs> so uh, no change there then. Welcome to the Selling on eBay radio show. We're here to save you money, to increase your sales, yep. and to have fun. Eh, probably not. The lines are open for your calls and texts. 1-833-EBAY-723. That's 1-833-322-9723. This is Fake Announcer Guy saying here's Philip and Sherry. So that's a Sherry Smith and Philip Jackson, your hosts for the Selling on eBay radio show, having fun making money on the eBay platform. Uh, Sherry, she's a full-time eBay seller over in Colorado, does a lot of uh, consignment-type selling, and uh, she's the go-to in eBay land every time they want a, an acceptable picture of a seller to use in their publicity. Someone kindly emailed me a copy of, I think it was the uh, Facebook for Business page, was it, recently? Did they have you yeah, on that? Yeah, eBay for Business page I hope the check Facebook, is uh, yes. cleared all right in that one, the money's in the bank <laughs> for your residuals. Well, Philip is full of irony. He says I'm the eBay darling, and yet he has some sweet deals coming up. He lives, and he says he lives in the swamps of Florida, yet he's got a gorgeous view of his dock on the water. And he sells primarily to businesses, electronics, to avoid having to communicate with people. And yet he does an eBay, selling on eBay radio show so that he can connect with other eBay sellers. Yeah, I think it's eBay buyers he's avoiding. There you go. I can connect with you, but that's uh, that's the only exception I make in life. Anyway, coming up in today's program, we have Sherry. Feedback to include <gasps> buyer photos. Ooh, wow, it's going to be so ugly. <gasps> and uh, we'll have a speculate for you about what's going to happen with eBay Open, although I think every week that goes past, it's easier and easier to work out where it's ending up. Can you use an extra ten grand? Well, don't look at us. <laughs> well, you've used it. <laughs> I could, I could <laughs> Mine's use it. gone. I you don't have it. spend it already. Damn it. Okay, and lastly, what happens to your order when your seller goes Meru? Yeah, that's the uh, no longer registered user. I believe is the acronym ah. here in eBay land. All right, oh, Philip is full of acronyms. There you go. Well, we're going to try and uh, you know help you understand all this stuff. Okay, in the news this week. Uh, and it's across all the various news items, uh, news channels on eBay selling, and uh, someone picked up the fact that I think it's the UK, who tend to be a test bed for various ideas, have uh, been seeing the opportunity to leave photos uh, when you leave feedback. Any thoughts on that, Sherry? Yeah. Good, like, bad. the only people who will <laughs> take time to do that are people who are not happy and now they're going to show them to the world. Yeah, I can't see people filing a whole load of photos saying how wonderful this this seller's been to me. You never know, it could happen, but I suspect it's more a stick to beat you with. Although that said, I remember when they did the change the feedback length, that was it now 500 characters. I think we sat here for a good 10 minutes whinging on about how terrible that was going to be, and it was all kind of come back and bite us. And to be honest, it hasn't been that bad. In fairness to eBay... Uh, not that I get that many negative uh, comments back, but I've probably left more than I've received, let's face it. Um, but still, anyway, I think the problem is that I don't think they're very good at putting guidelines or you know limits around this stuff. And to my mind, people already don't figure out the difference between a product review and a seller review. Exactly. That's because that would help a product review, right? 
I think in a product review, that's definitely where photos would be helpful. Yes. And really, unless you're getting taking photographs of something that was damaged in packing or something, uh, I don't know. I think it's just going to encourage people to write product reviews in the seller review section, and that's not really fair on the seller. That's not what they're measuring. So I don't know. Um, and to be honest, just to get slightly sidetracked here, if eBay was so good at this AI stuff, wouldn't it be a fantastic use of AI to say when people start typing out those feedback comments, hey, actually, it looks like you're actually writing a comment about the postal service, that it arrived late or something, because we can see the seller sent it out on time. Just a reminder, this is about how the seller performed, not how the post office performed. Would you like to change your, your entry? I mean, that is Wait, perfectly possible. No, they could they do. Should. This is w okay, one thing right. where those millions of people up in Oregon that do the AI stuff could do something useful, in my humble opinion, and, and maybe trap that. And, and then you wouldn't have always people ringing customer service saying, oh, I want to have my feedback taken off because it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how they sound, I'm sure. Um, yes. How do you know? So I don't know. So I, I think my vote would be probably not good for sellers on average, and it's going to muddy up even more the whole difference between product and seller reviews. But if they allow us to have photos in our replies on feedback, so it's a symmetrical arrangement, we could have Pictures more of ourselves of the photos. sticking our tongue out? Well, I, I think if someone says, you know, it, it was it was red, not blue. You know, then you can send a picture of this is what I sent you. It it's the red thing. You know, you didn't read the listing. You know, if you really want to get in with to it with a buyer, then at least you might be able to throw some evidence to sort of neutralize their comments, I suppose. Although I suspect you're just adding, you know, more screen band, more screen de depth to something you probably don't want to have up there anyway. But there we are. So uh, I assume this is something they're committed to. I mean, they put a lot of work into this. So I'm guessing it's. It's the direction of travel, but we'll see how it works out. I think it all comes down to how well they frame it and how tightly they kind of explain and, and maybe have some rules as what you can and cannot do. I mean, could you, for example, take a screenshot of all the messaging that goes on between you and the the other party and put that in as an image? Would that be fair? Ah, there you go. That would be effective. I mean, that would be pertinent, at least. I mean, maybe if you if your claim was that the other guy was rude and unhelpful, then a screenshot of the messaging would be uh -huh. uh, an appropriate thing to include or fair to include. On the other hand, there might be stuff in there that's personal or irrelevant to the, the matter at hand. And maybe that, you know, I don't know what the rules are. I mean, there's no, anyway, we'll see what they say. I'm going to predict they're not going to allow that. I hope so. Because it, 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 it probably would be okay many much of the time, but I can see things like people's email addresses and, and contact information and stuff being being splattered across the, the feedback, and then that would be wrong. So there we are, whatever. Wow. We'll see how that works. Of worms. And uh, you're tracking uh, progress uh, on, on the next topic here on uh, mm -hmm. yeah, more AI coming our way that they, uh, they are working on. Yeah, they we heard that they were going to start using some AI for customer service. Oh, and yeah. one area where they've started, I don't know if you've heard about Limitless, and that's where you can That sounds like uh, the, be... uh, the drinking arrangement at the bar down the road. Is this what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's another oh, kind okay. no, I, of I haven't Limitless. Heard of it then. Um, I'm not sure we need those writers. So anyway, this is seller experts who get to answer 
buyer and seller, actually seller questions on eBay. Okay. Um, they can be funneled into Limitless. I actually did this for a little while, but you get paid like a dollar per <laughs> answer. And after my test hour, yeah. I told myself I'm not doing one more until I get every single thing I have listed and that it's been over a year. Now, so is this something that any any anyone on the community can access, or do you have to be opted in as both a, a, an answerer and an asker? I've not seen it. I don't spend a lot of time on the community pages, to be honest with you. But I mean, with these is it like a closed user group, or you have? To, I was somehow I was invited, and I would say the person to contact would be. Um, you know, when we have talked about how to give feedback to eBay. I bet you wish we had a production meeting before we started this show. <laughs> <laughs> We'd look a lot more intelligent. No, but I think you wish that. Okay, anyway. Oh, sorry. We'll take um, it back. Well, we don't edit this. So this is gonna, this, this is just a typical example of the kind of nonsense that we get up to. I, I, right, I withdraw the question because you obviously don't know the answer. Okay, Let, let's go back to where we, is, we're back on text. I was invited to be in this limitless thing. So uh -huh. I was answering questions. Uh, the only problem is it didn't make me enough money, so I stopped. Now, the people who are uh, doing this work um, where they answer seller questions mm -hmm. as seller experts, there's now going to be AI at the front end before those uh. people get funneled to them because, my gosh, it costs a dollar mm -hmm. <laughs> every time you have a seller expert answer a person. So... Um, you know, got to cut down on that. Anyway, we're just, the group who is discussing this is just kind of wondering if this is going to really, if this is going to agitate the people who are just trying to get some help because yeah. now they're going to have to go through this thing that I have encountered on other sites and I'm, you probably have too, where it says, how can I help you? And mm -hmm. you tell it and then it says, Oh, this, this, and this. And you're like, this isn't a human, you know, you can tell. Right. So that's where they're going to start implementing it so far. They've started there. But we've seen uh, quite a lot of like uh, hiring ads go out for people with that skill set. So, and they're talking about, I, I interpreted the listings for the, for the, the team members for this thing to be quite broad in terms of it was going to potentially work on the general customer service stuff. So maybe this is their test bed, a little sandpit where they play around with it and try and get it to the point that people don't hate it. And then they roll that out to the other, the main, you know, the main, you know, help number or help system uh, in, in due course. Who knows? Mm -hmm. All right. So that's more AI for you. Uh, also, uh, just announced fairly recently, eBay is investing, I think it's called Sideline Swap. I didn't know anything about it, but it looked it up. And it's like some... Um, Another marketplace for used sporting goods, I guess, is the best category. I think uh, they're kind of in bed with uh, Dick's, the sporting goods people on this particular project. And eBay's taking a, a chunk of investment in this thing, which is interesting because they've sorted that they've, they've kind of formed their own venture capital company to invest in things. And they actually announced the other day that one of their investments went bust. But that's kind of the nature of venture capitalism is that, you know, you have a few big wins and lots of small losses. Um, it, I don't know. It's it's difficult to know whether how how this works out from eBay's point of view. You could ask, ask argue that they're getting in on the ground floor on something that's going to be big in the future, and it kind of locks out somebody else. On the other hand, it's tying up money, which they got tons of money. That's not right. But it takes a lot of management effort, and people 
monitoring it and providing guidance and stuff. I mean, it struck me that if it was really that great a thing they they thought they wanted to be involved, we'd just buy it. I mean, it's like loose change to to eBay to get on with it rather than trying to have the complicated arrangements of being a joint venture investor and stuff. But I'm sure they have a plan and uh, we'll see how that I'm works I'm sure out. they do. Uh, some of these things have not worked out too well in terms of the existing management being too uh, too chipper uh, with uh, eBay coming in and uh, starting to give the orders. So we'll see if that works out in terms of anybody jumping ship uh, once the golden handcuffs kind of come off, but we'll see. So that's a sideline swap. Never heard of it, but uh, apparently eBay thinks it's the it's the next big thing. All right. Well, get your pens out All right. because up and running applications are now open again. <gasps> oh, my 10 grand. Yeah. Phil, it happens. I, I got it one year a couple times ago because I'm very unspecific and it's been so long ago that I spent that money. I well, don't the good news is you're barred, from, you're barred from applying for this time. So they didn't actually say, I think last year, the previous recipients could not reapply. This time they have said that. Yeah, well, that's okay. That just saves me the time. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't and, waste the time completing the form anyway because you know they're not going to give it to you twice in a row. But. Right, exactly. Uh, but try it. Go for it. I think it's definitely I mean, worth a shot. They might pick you. I think previously there's been, what, 13,000 applications for 50 spots. So just give you some idea of the mathematical ratios involved. That said, the people that get it seem to be relatively ordinary. They're not like, you know... Uh, mega stars, they're just regular sellers. Um, so I think it's quite, and it's yourself, of course. <laughs> no offense. Um, and, and Liz O'Kane as well, she's obviously a superstar. So, uh, anyway, yes. so yes, I, I, I'm torn really. I put a lot of effort into this last year. I don't know if I rewrote it, it would really change anything. On the other hand, it, I, I would certainly, if you're interested in applying, have a listen to. The eBay podcast, I think it's the most recent one, where they have a guy on there who won it either last year or the year before. And really, given that he's talking a bit like this, I think he's reading out his application text from his, his application. So what you're getting is really someone reading out a winning application. And I found that quite interesting because I realized that maybe I had miscalculated the way I put my application together last year. I wrote it like a corporate investment proposal where everything was was at a distance. It was totally objective. It was exactly what this money would be used mm. for. This would be the return. This is why I needed it. And I wasn't over-egging it at all or giving any personal narrative. That wasn't the point. It was to try and make a case that this was in the interest of the other people or whatever. All right. I, As you I, may have guessed, mine was pure personal narrative. And I think listening to this chat on the podcast – He's looser in terms of the economic argument, a stronger in terms of the story. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about having another crack at it, but flipping it around and focusing on telling a fantastic story and dropping all the stuff about why it's a sensible business decision for me to get this and spend this money. Yeah. Give Might it be. a shot. And you, you, and you should too, because, and, and I encourage you to, to tell your story mm-hmm. when you apply. Yeah. Talking think, to the listener. Now. I think story is better, but a stronger approach than case. And I think I was looking at it as a case rather than a, a story. So I was going to say when we spoke that I was going to just run a million miles from this and not get involved. But actually, I'm giving it some thought. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You can't get it if you don't try. That's true. Got to be in it to win it, right? 
Yeah. Okay, doke. So that's the uh, up and running. I think it ends, is it the 5th of June? Something like that. So maybe a June month. June 9th, 9th at maybe. 6 p.m. Eastern time. All right. But don't wait till that last day and then blame me. And I haven't looked at the questions yet, have you? Are they they're probably similar to the previous years? I will, we'll check it out and let you know next week if we... Um, if we think there's anything particularly, you have to research for it. It does take a, a certain amount of time to noodle it through. I would not try and do it the night before. No. Because you kind of have to have that thought process to what is my case and how am I going to argue this? Because there's a lot of other people with some you know, equally compelling arguments putting theirs in as well. Well, listen, do you watch American Idol? I did when it was Kelly Clarkson. Uh, okay. I kind of okay. lost interest. It's been a while. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, 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 well, that. I watch it, and mm-hmm. the the people who I'm super, they all have amazing voices, okay? Yes. The people I care about are the ones I'm really, that I really care about because of their story and because I connect with them exactly. personally. Exactly, exactly. And when I met Stephanie Hall, who is definitely involved in the Up and Running Grant application selection mm-hmm. process and i met her at the denver meetup where she and brian and rebecca right. came in person mm-hmm. um and she said that my application really like touched her oh. so anyway just pull at the heartstrings yeah i haven't got quite so much of opportunity to do that as you have but uh, anyway yeah. um I'll, I'll work on it i'll work on it maybe there'll be something i could figure out to put in there on that one okay but i think that's a, a, a generally good point is, is is humanize it rather than make it all about just selling stuff yeah okay so that's the up and running grants uh, you got about a month to get working on that one start soon and uh good luck i think would be the uh, the best thing we can say uh also um we, we spoke about this i think last time and it's officially announced we kind of gave that as a, a a bit of a scoop eBay's officially announced the end of what's it called eBay Standard International, the old, right. uh, the older international shipping that they do themselves. That is slated to end on the first of July to try and I think push people into the new system. I did get my email through saying thou shalt convert to the new system, take it or leave it. Um, but there is a thing where you can you can click on something and fill in a little questionnaire saying if you want to opt out of this. Uh, so I did that. Uh, you rebel. Well, a lot of times people want stuff quickly. I mean, I, uh, most of these things, you know, like to go out express mail because they want it within a week or so. And I can't see the eBay system. Oh, even express mail. Getting it to Chicago or Los Angeles in, in the, that time, let alone consolidated and put into containers and put on aircraft and couriered out the far end. That's going to take a long time. Uh, and it's kind of all or nothing. You, you either ha- you either put that as your shipping option, or or, you know, you, or the other system. You can't kind of have well, I'll give the person a chance to choose Express Mail or the eBay system. It's it, it's like all or nothing. Mm. And I'm thinking, like, well, maybe if I wait a bit, we'll be able to have a you know a la carte approach of of you know it'll just become another method maybe. Although that's yeah. not really where the development dollars are going. If I'm honest with myself, but there we are. So anyway, I I did do the opt out thing. I will see what it says now. Hopefully. Uh, they will allow me to carry on using the eBay Standard International beyond the 1st of July. Because that's not a bad system if the person's not in a hurry and just wants it cheap. But they say it ends the 1st of July. Yeah, so what's, what's mm. ha- so then we'll find out. And that is a little little class project for us to work on uh, and see whether, see whether they you do. You to yeah. work on yeah. because I'm already in their new well, system. Well, you like it. 
I do, except uh, let's talk about, Mm -hmm. I want to mention that someone bought three items from me, all very cheap, lots of scrapbooking stuff. And I went to send her a combined invoice. I didn't even realize it was an international sale. Mm -hmm. And I got a message on there from eBay saying, you can't create invoices for international sales. Mm -hmm. So that is an interesting little development. I don't care because the items are so cheap, but now I can't really, I can't combine shipping for international. I I think just to clarify, I suspect that is something that is a function of you being in the new international shipping system. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think in general that's a problem. I think if you were still on a good old postal service, you would be able to do that. And I think the issue is that they haven't done the coding yet to put multiple items into a single customs form which is what that would involve. So they've locked that out and they don't do any kind of combined shipping under the new eBay system. So they just just turned off yes. everything that relates to that. Yeah. And that's one of the known limitations that in theory is going to be addressed uh, in, in the months to come. Oh, good. Um, obviously, what you could do if you really got it, wanted to get excited about it is create a whole new listing with the three things the person wants and mm. then they could buy through that. But mm. if they're cheap items, do you really want to spend half an hour to an hour mucking about Not redoing at all. the whole thing? Ah, and then chasing up a payment or whatever. You know, it's just too complicated. I already made the stupid mistake of listing the darn things. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that's interesting. And that's a good real-world example of, of some of the downsides of the, the new system. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. But I do. I, do, I suppose quite often I sell, I sell stuff and there's a, a receiver and an antenna. That's quite an often combination. Uh, and there's definitely uh-huh. efficiencies of popping them in the same box. So, yeah. Mm, okay. Especially for international. Limitation there. So, yeah, certainly international. Okay, so that's um, that. Also, mm-hmm. oh, on the shipping side of things, Sherry, I think we've yes. seen – I still think people moan about things going up all, all the time. I think I think postage and stuff is going down, don't you? Well, we got a notification from Pirate Ship mm. and from eBay that they are getting a better deal for priority mail. That's kind of the end of that story. But um, I believe – now, I wonder if this is also true that I, – I have noticed that with priority mail, the East Coast has gone up. I mean, a lot for me. I'm in Colorado, but um, closer locations Hmm. um, are more reasonable. And it looks like they're going to go down some more. I don't have any more details about that. But meanwhile, effective May 7th, you'll see UPS rates on eBay decrease as much as 18% for certain packages that are lighter in weight and moving across shorter distances. Yes, I read that word for word. But, but that would sound it, to me like that is a direct head-to-head against the, the the old sweet spot of priority mail. Yeah. Well, I'm already yeah. finding that, that oftentimes, you know, UPS is coming out cheaper than what would have been regional rate A material when, when they yeah. had that. Uh, I'm particularly if it's shocked. in the same same area. I'm, I'm shocked lately at... Um, the lower rates with UPS. I'm very impressed. And then it's going to be going to increase 
up to 4% for heavier, heavier packages that are going farther away. Okay. So I think in general, the headline rates are going up. The actual label rates for people that know how to shop, like eBay, um, are probably in real terms coming down. And, and that then creates the problem on the platform that the asking price for shipping is now further and further and further away from the actual cost of the label. And as a seller, you have a choice of those two slightly unpalatable choices of being too expensive or being just a bit below cost and losing a little bit. And there isn't that middle ground, which is where I think many people would want to be, without jiggery-pokery with weights and prices and stuff or manually doing it, which would be horrible. The rates were so far apart with UPS Ground that months ago I mm -hmm. changed it on eBay where it uh, quotes the actual rate to buyers. And um, I mean, when it was quoting the list rates to buyers, it was like a double of what they were charging us. Um, and that's just too much money. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it was too expensive. So yeah, you're right. Now I lose a couple dollars here and there with UPS ground, but um, it makes the sales go through more often because the shipping is reasonable. Mm -hmm. All right, so uh, we have some. We don't. They didn't print out tables, but there's some slightly lower uh, priority mail and UPS rates uh, as of effectively now. So that's quite good news. And uh, last piece of news. It's not really news, but I noticed they <laughs> yet again changed that uh, email message that says something has sold, which means that it breaks my system because there's something that puts it in color and prints out a sounds a message and stuff now it gets broken so I had to rewrite that uh, and unfortunately which is it's fine I mean things changed I can live with that there were two main problems to my mind with the old your item is sold message one was they didn't put the shipping method in the email to me that's the most important thing because if that's like priority overnight I'm going to do some different stuff than if it's pass or select get it when you get it uh, and I need to know that information, and it isn't in the email. So then there's another time-saving, time-consuming step where I have to go somewhere else and look up what is going on and then decide what to do. Let's say I'm out driving around. Do I come rushing back to base to try and turn that around or not? So that's annoying. And my other pet peeve here is always, always, always item number in the title of the message, please. And full title. All yes, if 18 they would blinking just... characters. If they would just put you in charge of that, I mean, it I would know. be. Well, it would help, and there's some things I'd like to be in charge of. Well, I have a get it just right. I don't know. We got to eBay Open coming up, which we'll talk about in just a second. I always have a little cheat sheet of stuff that I would change when they make me king of eBay. And yeah. anytime a conversation dries up with someone, I, I subtly <laughs> just try and peel a corner up on that, have a little look underneath, and try and see if there's something I could bend someone's ear about. It doesn't change anything, but it makes you feel a lot better. And that you've it justified sure whatever it was, the time and money of being there. Uh, you know. And if enough people do that, then you never know. They might even start listening to us. I, I think that's a little bit unlikely, but we, we can dream. Oh, they listen on some things. Yeah. I see them add things. <laughs> okay, uh, that's the news this week. If you have a news tip and you'd like to get in touch, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, maybe you've uh, been the subject of some unwanted uh, trial that's been foisted upon you by eBay. Send us a screenshot, maybe. Uh, the, uh, the the way to do that is through our website. You can find out about us, our little stores and all that stuff at uh, sell, sell, sell online. Okay. Hey. Yes. Oh, oh, I was going to say, speaking of news and, and oh, that's people a good DJ giving link for us. You. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
we really appreciate Ralph getting back to us yes. about promoted listings and the new changes and uh, what, and thank you because uh, what Ralph clarified is that eBay is not tracking the track, <laughs> the um, path. There you go. So this is to, to do with Halo, Halo advertising charging, right? That's yes, all. thank you okay. very much. And therefore, it's not that they are just charging the promoted listing fee because of a specific path a person took into the store. And because they're not tracking it, it's going to have to be all of them if someone came into your store with a promoted listing. And Ralph, if I botched that, which I know I did, but if, if I am putting words in your mouth, please let us know. But I, I really appreciate, we both really appreciate you, you know, sharing your expertise with us. And um, also, I appreciate your comments about the social media that eBay is giving us tools to share with social media. But the only thing is, if they're not tracking the path that buyers are taking in our store, then we're really not going to get credit for bringing them in through our social media posts. Ah, okay. So, okay. Thank all right. you, Ralph. Very good. So eBay makes more money, and that's, that's basically that. Right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, we thought we'd just talk about what we do or don't know about uh, eBay Open. Mostly don't know, but we can kind of infer really well, the, the absence of information really is information in itself, I think. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you and I, Sherry, were both hoping there would be some kind of big get-together, live event, uh, Las Vegas, yeah, whatever. In but Las Vegas. We're now into May, so that isn't going to be happening in July. So really that means, by definition, they've gone back to uh, a full-type meeting. That's not going to be in Las Vegas. I think it's too expensive to get that kind of coverage there. Um, you know, I think the smart money is on basically a retread of the approach last year. So I would say second half, September, three days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, most likely – Thursday afternoon, I think you'll find that there's going to be those uh, a number of uh, mini live events that if you're in the right town, you can get to. Were they like 200 people, the last ones, each one of those? Something like that. It wasn't very many. Yeah, I think so. And they were all sold out. Oh, they right? sold out within like five minutes. Okay. <laughs> something like that. So Yeah, so that should have... I would hope that that's going to mean a few more of those. needed a bigger event. Yeah. Um, so look out for hybrid event, end of, maybe end, middle of September, let's say, second half of September, shall we say, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, a bit of a rah-rah session on the Thursday afternoon. I think there'll be more seller-organized uh, parties, if you want to call it that, this year. Last year, it was kind of, uh, it kind of came up by accident, really. I think they were, there was, there was a bunch of people that run the meetups on a call with eBay, and they said, this is how it's all going to happen. We're going to have these um, three in-person events for people in the three cities and someone said oh could we do our own event maybe uh just as a, a private initiative and they said oh i don't know we haven't thought of that does do people want to do that and people said yeah maybe and uh, so that's kind of how it happened uh, so they ended up sort of stumbling into having um seller initiated um event parties and i think that now people have had more time to think about it and more time to because this was like right before the thing was supposed to be launching um i i think now that um, people will be uh, more organized and i would expect to see more of those plus also obviously people are getting out more as well so keep an eye open for maybe a, a local viewing party even if you're not in a town where there's the uh the um you know the ebay hosted events and I would expect things to go public on this very soon now because at the latest, there's a meeting with um, 
the people that run the meetup groups, I think on the 11th, that's the next event sort of on the calendar, and they would probably need to run that stuff by those people because they're the people that are involved in setting up those meetings. So that'll be the they'd have to do it before then, which is you know fairly soon now. So I don't think there's long to wait for the eBay Open. Our money's on late September, when Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, um, and broadly the similar format to, to last time. If you wanna if you wanna side bet with us, okay. okay. All right. Uh, what else we got here? Oh. Sherry, you got some fun facts, yes. Yes. This is about disputes through financial institutions. Um, actually, remember when I talked to you about that buyer who said, I don't know how you did it, but I didn't buy this and you I need to cancel this sale and refund me. So to recap, someone says to you, I see a purchase on my eBay account. I didn't make it. And it's on in your store. Right. And I wasn't sure. I, I got um, two people on the same day, hmm. separate people. This is just a, a indication of a potential glitch because I don't know. Every single favorite anyway, word. <laughs> well, two people on the same day and they who didn't buy the item. So I wasn't sure if it was kind of like, when you get a message through Facebook from someone, but it's not really from someone. Right. Or that someone's account was hacked and then someone else bought it, but it was being shipped to the account owner. So I don't get it. Neither do they. Anyway, I um, called eBay and I talked to them and they agreed that it was a good idea that I send them each a message and say, I just want to make sure you sent me this message and you want me to cancel this sale. Mm-hmm. Well, I sent them out and one of them replied, yes, please. Thank you. And I said, okay, great. And I canceled it. The other one did not reply to me. Mm -hmm. And I got a message from eBay that someone was disputing the charge or I don't know exactly what this was called. Isn't that your favorite type of buyer? The ones that communicate via the grievance procedure as their opening shot. That's their opening gambit. And this is haunting him. Because uh, I accepted the dispute. So it's basically a PayPal chargeback. Is is that what it looked like? Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. Because um, in eBay it, land, just to, just to, if you say dispute, that is different from a chargeback. I think and the people that deal—that's a different team in the eBay system. Uh, so if you're talking about someone on eBay, then chargeback is the magic word. If you have one of those and you want to get put through to the right department. Oh, okay. Just for now, the wider audience. Thank you. Does it make sense that I would accept the dispute, meaning I accept he could have his money back? Does that make sense to you? Um, well, chargebacks, I think, are curious beasts because it's decided by the buyer's financial institution. Plus, probably you're covered by seller protection against that chargeback because you're taking it through eBay. My approach would be to be cautious about doing anything that might jeopardize the seller protection coverage. So okay. if it were me, that would be a time to sit on the phone with eBay and just say, how do you want me to handle this? Because I still want to be covered by seller protection. Okay, well, I should have called eBay before clicking I accept. I thought it was like, this person wants to return this. I accept. Anyway, I accepted it. 
Um, then the person contacted me and said, it's been days now, so days later, and I never got my money back. And I said, well, I accepted mm. the dispute. So I called eBay and they said, I said, I want to cancel this and it won't let me. Mm. And they said, that's because the buyer went through their financial institution, which was PayPal. And now nothing can be done on eBay. And in the future, I should have declined the dispute. And then I would have gotten my money back from eBay. Because set of protection would have kicked in. Yeah, which is odd because yep. I'm not shipping it. Right. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, before you accept a dispute or something like that, contact eBay. Because apparently I should have declined it. That would have helped the buyer. Uh-huh. I mean, and it would have given me extra money. But um, the poor guy is uh, sent me another message today right before we got on here and said he was on the phone wasting 45 minutes of his life with oh, PayPal. That's his own fault. And they said that they won't give him the money back till they talk to me. Well, are they going to call me? Uh, so he's asking me to please talk to them. I, I mean, I will, but are they going to call me? I don't want to waste 45 minutes of my life I tried to cancel the darn thing. Ugh. So you're too nice. I am. I, I mean, any any charge. I think the general rule of chargebacks is fight them tooth and nail. They're they're all vexatious in my opinion. There's very rarely a genuine chargeback. It's someone who's trying to get a second bite at the cherry who doesn't like the way that eBay's adjudicated it and from outside bucket. Uh, where eBay's adjudicated it and they want to have a second crack at it and. Oh dear. And they are difficult to defend because you only get one document you can send in. You have to keep it very, very brief. Blah blah blah. Will they even read it? Uh, you know, it's just, it's just, a, it's a minefield, and there's a chance that you can lose your money fairly easily. So, my thinking would be anytime, and it's difficult because it probably is worded like a general sort of general sort of you know snad or whatever type dispute, and obviously you accept those because you have no choice. Um, right. That's what it was. But I thought it was. And why are they asking me anyway? Because usually they just decide against you without even consulting you in the first place. Right. Uh, but a chargeback, they want to know whether you want to fight it. And I would imagine for most of us, the answer is yes. Because at so least, at least, at least. So like me accepting a duel? <laughs> uh, well, the thing is that if you have to do something, because what if you don't, if you just accept it and say, yeah, fine, guilty as charged, you're out the money and the goods if you're not careful. What you want to do is is, is say no, but as a good customer service gesture, uh, I'd be more than happy to take the goods back and then he gets his refund. Try At least try well, and get your- I didn't your, ship it. Okay, all right. Maybe you're okay then. Maybe you're not. Okay, I, no, but I'm okay. Mm -hmm. But this guy, uh, I can't do anything. I don't know what to do to help him He'll, he'll uh, get his money back. Get his money back. He'll get his money back. It's so PayPal ridiculous. It, it would have been so easy and fast if he just, you know, responded. Yeah, and that's why cancel. I think any seller with a brain always sends out when you put something, a thing in the packaging or email confirmation or something, says, hey, if there's a problem, just contact me. I'll take care of it. Because if you just get an email from someone or a message, 
all the options for solving it are on the table and they're all much quicker and much simpler than going through eBay dispute, PayPal dispute, credit card recharge. Every single one of those things just shuts down so many options that might have been the ideal solution for the for this person. Yeah. I mean, in this case, just cancelling it would have been the right solution. But once he starts filing disputes, you can't do that. It's locked. Oh, my gosh. What a mess. Interesting. Okay. Um, fun. <laughs> Lots of fun facts about uh, disputes fun for fact. you. Um, I thought I'd also just very quickly mention, I, I've been trying to get on this uh, eBay refurbished seller rating system because uh, it sounds like it's approaching some categories that might be of interest to me. And uh, I'd read somewhere they were trying to sort of simplify the onboarding of people like me, and there was looser criteria. And basically it said, do you want to be part of this program? You've got two arms and two legs, fine, you're in. Then I get yeah. a message saying, <laughs> not so fast, buddy. Not so fast. Uh. Here's all the rules you have to sign up with. And by the way, you need to submit a whole bunch of sample listings so we can check that you understand the rules ah. are implying them. And you need to stand by for mystery shoppers to come by your store and buy stuff oh. so that we can actually check you're following them. Oh, So my I'm thinking gosh. this has suddenly got a lot more involved than I thought it was going to be. Wow. Uh, the problem is... And then is, do they contact you and say... I don't know how you're doing this, but I didn't buy that. I'm just Probably. kidding. Probably. It's, it's red, not blue. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, so I have to get, get into this in more detail. It suddenly took on a whole different complexion at that point, and there's some big thing I have to fill in, and then they'll let me know. To be honest, I think it's mostly applying to sort of consumer electronic categories at this point. Cell phones is where they started it. I think this is like video games, and I'm not really into that stuff. I certainly haven't got 15 examples of that stuff I can send them. So... Uh, I do stray into the world of computer servers because that's the most logical category with some of this stuff, but I don't think that's what they're looking at. So mm. I think it'll wither away at some point because I won't be compliant. Um, I'll probably get banned for life from the program for my trouble because that's what tends to happen in my experience with these things. Um, so we'll see. Anyway, I, the, the point really was I was actually quite impressed by the, the amount of due diligence that they were willing to do to keep the rogues out of the system and to vet people that are on this system and to make sure that when someone says it's refurbished or it's excellent or whatever, that you really are following their pattern of how these things are defined and you're not just making up your own rules, which is kind of how the rest of eBay works. Yeah, they're setting like a set of standards that people can yeah, trust. I was quite impressed. I, I thought yeah. someone actually thought about this and was putting time and money into it. Uh, not gonna, it's not going to help me much, but it's an interesting idea, and most people probably haven't gone through that particular loop. So there you go. Okay. That's what's. Uh, so the, does this receive Philip's seal of approval? I don't know. I, I, I probably in principle. Let me let me follow the next stage before I get thrown out of the system and see what happens. Just as a, okay. again another class exercise, uh, and we'll see where that goes. And also, just moving on here through our various sort of customer service issues, uh, <laughs> you ran into a buyer who is a Naru. Uh, in other words, no longer, longer no registered. No longer registered user. That's the one. I think. User. There you go. Oh, so what happens if you buy something? From, but... You buy something from someone and then they vanish. Yeah, I bought three items from a someone, and I kept thinking, like, when are these things coming? I want to uh -huh. maybe I'll click a tab. I never click, which is purchased items, and see what's going on, and. When I tried to contact them, it just says, it's not you, it's us. Huh. 
and then somehow I went through another way and it said, this is no longer a registered user. Mm-hmm. So I called eBay and they said, I am so sorry. That's so disappointing and gave me a gift card. Oh. <laughs> am I allowed to share that? Oh, well, that's, uh, I'll try that I'm next like, time. Well, thank you is very it a decent, much, I mean, is that how much money's involved? Is it worth, worth a long phone call? $50 gift card. Oh, that's card. worth a medium length phone call at least. Oh, and it was like a very quick phone call. I'm like, well, I I completely forgive you. Very good. Okay, well, that's, that's, that's a good ending to that one. All right. Okay, that's basically, I think, the uh, the news and fun and games for this week. Let's talk a bit about some stuff that's coming up in the uh, the near future. I noticed uh, that they do uh, at eBay on the community boards like once a month a chat session where you can fire questions on uh, any well well at least a particular topic to experts uh, from eBay and uh, next week that's the Wednesday the 10th uh, the international shipping people are going to be on hand to answer questions via their little chat board so that's kind of interesting topic uh, people are kind of getting into that now so that would be a good way to get questions answered on the record <laughs> um, if you have any thoughts on that uh, that's Wednesday afternoon next week on the community pages also, Sherry, I think we're uh, ramping up for another one of these seller check-in calls. Yes, on May 25th, 12 o'clock Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern. You can sign up at sellerevents.ebay.com. So mm-hmm. what are these? The posted topics are how to build uh, Let's have a look business. here. So this is uh, what best – now they've got up to, to, what, about 2,000 people sometimes if it's a popular one, good topics. Uh, on the oh, call, yeah. and uh, there's usually a little bit of excitement going on in the chat session. It's usually worth the more oh, entertaining yeah. stuff, quite often, is what Sometimes they're saying in the chat. Can a be a lot bit, of bit negative people. That's usually fun reading. And uh, I don't know how solid these things are. We have snippets of, of ideas as to what's going to be, not in the main session, uh, but kind of in the sort of various breakout rooms. Uh, I saw one of was about how to build credit for your business. Mm-hmm. So, uh, interesting. Um uh, they are talking, I think, uh, I'm pretty sure this one's going to be firm, which is the eBay Motors Guaranteed Fit program because that's a huge, huge category yeah. and a big, big program for eBay, and they're very proud of that. So that would be there. Uh, anything else that, that struck our eye? Yeah, I'm surprised to see three keys to hiring and training employees. I thought that that's was your pet like pitch. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Who's talking about this? Didn't book you to talk on that one. That's I don't know what happened. Did oh, they forget? Dear. But they did invite me to host a networking room. Oh, so what's your so yes, let's just cover the networking rooms at the end of this session. So that would be let me just do the arithmetic. It's four thirty Eastern, and what would that be? Two thirty Pacific. So the last half hour they have networking rooms. Well, Pacific just oh, for I the record okay. is three hours earlier than okay. Eastern. But go ahead. One thirty. Okay. Sorry, it's getting getting late. I mean, I can add. There you go. All right, so uh, we don't have a definite sign-off on all the networking rooms, but my guess the usual villains will be doing their stuff. Um, What are you doing, assuming they accept your proposal? I proposed, holy smokes, I can't remember. Give me one second. Well, what are you doing, and then I'll tell you what I'm Uh, doing. Normally, I don't like doing the geographically-based ones because I think people – they get trumped, frankly, by interesting topics. But because we have 
a bunch of seller events coming up in June, so in the reasonably near future in Florida. Uh, a few of the Florida folk are going to be in a meetup room, assuming, again, they approve this, which we haven't got the, the thing back yet, because uh, we want to get people to sign up for events. So the 12th of June, for example, is a Tampa-based uh, seller meeting in the evening at uh, uh, some establishment. And then the 13th of June is the one you really want to go to, because that's the one that I'm hosting in Orlando. That's the, the one taking place. place on Earth. Well, the happiest bar in, in Orlando, basically. <laughs> <laughs> bar Louis uh, in Winter Garden, if you're into that. Splendid happy out with half price appetizers, half price burgers, you name it, we got it. So that's the 13th of June. Stuff fun starts at 5 30. And uh, I should just say how to sign up for that. Uh, the, if you search uh, Meetup for eBay Orlando, then uh, you can do that there. Or with any of these eBay events, they're all posted at sellerevents.ebay.com. That's sellerevents.ebay.com. And lastly, uh, Paddy's got a meeting going on in Fort Lauderdale down the south of us on the 14th of June. So there's a three events. And- Brian from eBay will be there. Good old Brian Burke is coming out to see us all. There might be other people taking part remotely or whatever. We don't know the exact details of the support crew, but certainly Brian is coming, and it's a good chance to get the scoop from Brian, co-host of the eBay podcast. Not actually with his dad, nonsense, but... Um, and uh, he'll actually I shall be much more candid with us than he is on the, uh, the podcast. So, you know, bring your real questions and find out what's really going on in the land of eBay at any I of love those events. Brian. So that's uh, that'll be uh, hopefully if they choose to accept our proposal, that's one of the breakout rooms um, uh, where you can find out about those events and how to sign up and stuff. So there you go. Okay. Well, I remembered mine. Oh yes. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I'm here. Uh, sourcing tips on how I don't remember exactly how I worded it, but anyway, sourcing to get more expensive and more profitable, higher end items. Oh, there you go. Very good. Okay. Okay. Very good. Anything uh, you want to tease any particular tidbits that's going to be in that? Well, I mean, the kind of marketing that I do and the local networking that I do um, in order to get items from local people, which that way you can go pick them up. So it's basically schmoozing driven acquisition of uh, high end stuff. That's right. And then they trust you to give it to you. Oh, very good. Because they know you. Okay. So that's all coming up. And also, just to mention the competition, uh, the List Perfect People having their uh, party event, 27th, 28th of June. If you've been tracking that one, the the agenda is now posted. You want to find out more about that. And that's about it for this week's edition. Philip Jackson said, thanks so much for joining us. Check us out online at sellsellsell.online. And thank you for putting up with us. (laughs) Sorry there's no jokes in the show. They're on strike.